When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, I'm just in that early phase of starting up a bunch of new aquariums in my home. It's been, you know, a long time since I've had some home aquariums because of some remodeling we've been doing, and you're probably bored of me talking about it, but uh, it's a really exciting time to sort of once again get into that feeling of, you know, getting water in your in your house again. And it also, it not only is it a, a creative time for me, but it's given me a lot of opportunity to sort of double down on my philosophies about establishing botanical method aquariums and the approach that I take. And I think that's been really interesting to me. And I've come to realize that one of the most powerful things that we can do as aquarists is to sort of back off from tweaking things in the early phases of our aquariums right after we set them up. Now, sure, I'm not talking about adjusting, you know, improperly functioning filters or pumps or you know, turning up the temperature or adjusting the lighting schedule or whatever. I'm referring to the ecosystem of the aquarium itself. Like my philosophy is surprisingly hands-off. Now it's not uncommon in the, you know, very early phases of a botanical style aquarium when you dump all those leaves and branches and stuff in your, your tank that you get some water that's pretty damn cloudy. And a lot of you will, you know, comment on this to me, you know, Scott, my tank's really cloudy. There's some botanical material in there causing some kind of bacterial bloom or something. I need to do something. And my attitude is no, let it bloom. Seriously, this is not an issue. It's not a sign of, you know, the apocalypse for your tank. It's actually an amazing period of time in a young tank's life when the bacteria begin flourishing, the first biofilms and fungal growth start to emerge and your tank starts coming alive. The bloom, uh, kind of a most appropriate term, I'm, Johnny Ciotti kind of came up with that term and it, it conjures up a beautiful image of nature sort of unfolding in our aquariums. It's your miniature ecosystem blossoming before your very eyes. I couldn't think of a better description than that. The real positive takeaway here is that the emergence of slightly hazy water and visible biofilms, all that kind of stuff, those are really signs that things are working correctly in your aquarium. It's a visual indicator that natural processes are at work helping forge your tank's ecosystem. That's the very thing that we try to foster so diligently in you know, our aquariums. I recall a discussion, oh gosh, it was earlier in the year, with our, our buddy Alex Frankie, uh, who we featured just a, few, a couple weeks back on the tent. He has that beautiful contest-proven <laughs> uh, Igarape-themed aquarium. And it was starting to bloom. He was getting all the biofilms and the sediments working together to make this kind of really natural look with lots of stuff on the rocks. And the, excuse me, on the wood and the leaves were starting to get a coating of everything. And it was fun to see it too because Alex kind of made that mental shift that we discuss so much around here. And for him, he had an intimate understanding that the process he was witnessing in his tank was natural, it was beneficial and exciting. And it was a celebration instead of a time to worry about, oh, what's going on? 
nature celebrates this sort of bloom as well. It's an, it's an explosion of life fueled by an accumulation of terrestrial materials in aquatic environments, exactly what happens in the aquarium. So why do we view it as such a bad thing in the aquarium hobby? Oh, you can't have cloudy water for a while. You can't have, you know, fungal growth and biofilms and algae and detritus and all that stuff. It's the establishment of the ecology within our aquariums. The materials which we employed in our tank are becoming part of an ecosystem. They're not just hardscape. I hate that term in terms of maybe it works for the aquascaping game, but for the botanical method aquarium, it's it's sort of an antithetic uh, because what we're really trying to say is everything you put in there becomes part of the aquarium's environment. It's not just for aesthetics. And the stuff, when it's decomposing, creating cloudy water, tinting the water, whatever it's doing, it's being processed, utilized by the organisms. What do these microorganisms do? They eat it. They render it inert ultimately. And in the process, they contribute to the biological diversity and arguably even the stability of the aquarium. And some of them, of course, are utilized by food by other creatures. Some create detritus as byproducts of their activities. And we know that detritus is not the boogeyman that we've made it out to be. It's really important in a closed system. This is really important. Detritus is part of the biological operating system of our aquariums as well. It's largely inert. It's not all that bad. All these things that happen are not bad. I think we should embrace this. In those flooded forest floors that we find in nature, that's like sort of our baseline uh, habitat that we like to talk about a lot, the leaf litter community of fishes, insects, fungi, and microorganisms is really important to the overall tropical environment because it assimilates terrestrial material into the aquatic ecosystem and acts to reduce the loss of nutrients to the forest, which would inevitably occur if all the material which just fell into the streams just washed away as opposed to decompose in situ. Stuff's being used by a myriad of life forms. So is there a lesson from nature here that we can incorporate into our aquarium work? Of course there is. The development of an ecology based on botanical materials is foundational to the successful function of our aquariums, even if it looks a bit unusual to us. There's something truly remarkable about natural processes playing out in our own aquariums, just as they've done for eons in the wild. Remember, it's all part of the game with botanical-influenced aquariums. Understanding, accepting, and celebrating this bloom is all part of that mental shift towards accepting and appreciating a more natural-looking, natural-functioning aquarium. It's the price of admission, if you will, along with the tinted water, the decomposing leaves, all that kind of stuff. The metaphorical dues that you pay, which ultimately go hand in hand with the envious oohs and ahs of you know, other hobbyists who admire your completed aquarium when they see it for the first time. They see it in a beautiful state, not realizing it went through a state that might have terrified them when you first started. But if you approach it with the correct mindset and attitude, it's beautiful at every phase. And the reality to us armchair biologists is that the presence of the organisms in our aquarium that create this bloom is beautiful to us for so many reasons. It's not only a sign that our closed microcosms are functioning well, but that they are in their own way providing for the well-being of the inhabitants. It's an abundance created by this bloom of life. It's kind of a neat concept. So my, my thinking here is stay the course. Don't be afraid. Just open up your mind when, when you set up your new tank. Study what's happening. Try to draw some parallels to the natural aquatic ecosystems of the world. Look at this evolution process with wonder and awe and even courage. And know that that pile of you know decomposing goo or whatever that you're looking at now is just a sort of metaphorical stepping stone on the journey to an aquarium which will embrace nature in every conceivable way. And I think that's really fascinating. So accepting the appearance of our aquariums during the initial establishment of their operational life cycle is vitally important. 
Just don't feel compelled to reach for the siphon hose, conduct a matter of wa- ma- massive water exchange, or you know, scrape all this stuff away because it doesn't square with the popularly accepted concept of what a healthy aquarium looks like. These small, seemingly annoying end products of biological processes like decomposition and the life forms that accompany or produce them are actually the most beautiful, elegant, beneficial friends that we could have in the aquarium. We just need to embrace them to understand the role that they play in nature and in our tanks. Just tell yourself over and over and over again that this is a mental shift, a perspective of you know open-minded curiosity and a willingness to look at things a bit differently and go beyond the usual and generally accepted hobby ideas on stuff. And it's not always pretty. Literally waiting it out is, in my humble opinion, one of the most underrated practices which we as aquarists can employ to help our aquariums evolve in a manner which will ensure long-term success. Yeah, literally doing nothing. When we make knee-jerk reactions and siphon stuff out or conduct massive water exchanges or scrape this off, we often end up disrupting the establishment of an organized and effective ecological system by literally, I don't know, walking away, just staying patient and letting your tank do its thing. You're giving the populations of microorganisms, fungal growths, and biofilms the opportunity to grow and multiply and manage the establishment of the aquarium and the decomposition of the botanical materials and the systems which drives the ecology. So yeah, you might see some, you know, cloudiness or whatever in your newly established botanical method aquarium. You might see a significant amount of biofilms or fungal growth in that early day. It's likely not what you anticipated your aquarium would look like, or was it? Once again, if we consider how these types of natural ecosystems that we model our aquariums after appear, this isn't much of a surprise. In fact, it's something we should come to expect. If we take a look at many of the wild aquatic ecosystems of the world, this is exactly what we see. Decomposing leaves, seed pods, twigs, etc., etc. I talk about this over and over and over again to the point you're probably sick of hearing it, but it's so fundamental. And it's something we receive questions on all the time. So obviously it's not hitting everybody in the same way. Nothing you know that I've mentioned here today is earth shattering or revolutionary from an aquarium husbandry standpoint. However, seeing that for many hobbyists, this is their first experience at managing a botanical method aquarium. And with a lot of information out there, stressing concepts like massive water exchanges to correct problems and you know, siphoning stuff out and filtering everything out, it's really important to not only review the idea, but the mindset, which you as a hobbyist need to deploy to successfully enjoy and manage this type of aquarium system. We just work with it instead of against it. Instead of trying to sanitize, edit, or otherwise you know, redirect nature, we understand that it'll follow its own path, sometimes going through phases that we may not appreciate or understand. It's evolution. And guess what? It never stops. So again, the big takeaway here, in the first few days, and the weeks, and the life of your aquarium, it's not always a bad idea to do nothing. Stay thoughtful. Stay curious. Stay educated. Stay diligent. Stay observant. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tenon Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tenth.